Yeah, we've got that one too. First pressing, even. You're listening to Vinyl Community Podcasts. Well, welcome back. We've got another edition, rendition, expedition of Vinyl Gold that we're going to talk about hopefully here in a few minutes. This is Concert Buddy tuning in to Surface Noise as our bi-weekly or bi-monthly, let me be very clear, show and tell, live stream, podcast, whatever you want to call it. Thanks for joining us. I want to thank everybody that's already showed up in the gallery. Oh, the nicest guy in the vinyl community is here. Who do you think I'm talking about, boys? We're going to straw poll. Nicest guy. Jason Rojas. Well, second nicest guy. I, I should say the second nicest guy. You're right. You're right. right. Just kidding. It's the one, the only, Nick Pantasy. Boom, Nick, how are you, sir? You're on my Mount Rushmore. I actually made a note in my phone, nicest people in the vinyl community, just so I would always remember. And Nick is on that list. So, Nick, thanks for joining us. Who else is there? Not Nick is here. Mr. $3 himself. Chances by. Hold up. This is new information, Nick. Do you know something? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what, what, what timeline? What timeline are you on, Nick? No, but it's Nick. It's yeah. a little too early for BC drama right now. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, a, this is the this is the end zone, and and I don't spin that way. Sorry, I don't know what's going on there. Good uh, news you got for a new admirer. You got a new admirer. That's that's probably it. Hey, son, I'll take you where I can get it. Marsha P. Hello, hello. Good to see you, Jeffrey Beaumont. I haven't seen you in a minute. What's going on, Jeffrey? How are you, sir? Cesar, hello, hello. All right, we, we'll get to some more folks. I saw it. my man who I just met at the Chicago show. Where is he? Andy. I think Andy's here. Do, 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 do. Where, oh, we got, holy shit. We've got a bona fide magician. Stunty is here. He must it's be like, like, I must owe wow. some money. It's like here. four in the morning. You got to be on our best behavior. That's it. We, we, better, we, we better really be tight and not get any facts wrong because Stunty will correct us like nobody's business. Travis, what's going on? Travis? Wonderful, wonderful. There's Andy G. What's up? And so I met Andy at the Chicago Record Show week before last. So that was a good time. Anyway, Surface Noise, back in the building. Let me introduce our guests, our returning champion from the state of New York. Is is the state of New York excited for this Billy Joel song, Arnaldo? Can you can you let us in? Is there is it a fever pitch or what's going Jason, on? The first thing he does this morning is text me <laughs> the link to order the Billy Joel song, which I went to, I listened to it and I ordered it because it's a really good song. Wow. Is it, is it like a 45 or something? It's a 45. Yeah. It's all, the it, Beatles it, all over again, huh? I was going to say, did no one learn anything from the Beatles cab guys? What's going on here? Wow. Conversion hey, central. Let me say something here. Yes. This uh, is, this is Jason Rojas. I'm just going to do the quick introduction. What do you have on your mind, Jason? Number one, Billy Joel is still alive. Number two, there was no AI Billy Joel voice on this, okay? Let's, let's get that out of the way. That just you know, it was, it really good. Yeah, yeah. There wasn't, you know, I know it's not Billy Joel Attila. If you know Attila, that is a, you know, I will show that record. I think it's he down peaked. here. That's where, that's where Billy Joel peaked, like. <laughs> First record. Wow. Wow. Hot was it was it like the was it is a hot take? Was it like the, the pants, the chaps, the, or like the moose helmet? Was that what really just put them over the top for you, Jose? Yeah, the whole package. I think the song is called Well Turn the Lights Back On, right? And then yep. somebody wrote me or it was a comment saying like, I'm not sure if he's covering Interpol right now. 
was like, oh man, please. Wow. Wasn't the, the, wasn't the name of the song, is it on the bright lights? No, wasn't it like, is it too late now? Is it too late now? Wasn't it that the, the name of the song? No, turn the lights back on. Oh. I thought it was. I thought it was a cover song. Turn on the radio. Was was it autograph? Was it, that's not what it was. <laughs> and that joke fell flat. Well, Jose Moreno Ron, the owner of Aurora Central Records. How are you doing, Jose? Good to have you back. Actually, in a non-car, non-moving, non-Hamburgesa situation. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks. Thanks for having me after uh, like six times that I couldn't make it. Not that I bailed out. I just. Busy guy. When, when Jose, you're, when you're, Jose, are you all stocked up on your uh, gluten-free uh, hamburger buns? You know what? I will say that I found out that in Costco, because we have Costco here, there's uh, one of the best gluten-free pizzas I've ever had. It's frozen, right? You heard that? Uh, and it's uh, pretty good. So I'm a pretty happy guy going to Costco just for that. And then I leave. Massive. So I think you're wearing the lead. Jose is a Costco member. I would. I did not have this on my Jose bingo card. I would have maybe Sam's Club. No offense, Sam's Club. I could probably see Jose pulling off, but Costco. I'm a. I'm a where, where do you think Jose got his copy of the Beatles mono box set? <laughs> <laughs> for five bucks. For five bucks. No, and I. Then, uh, uh, no, for real. I hear that. Yeah. Was it? Did someone say that Costco was selling them at one point? Could back in 2009 me. or whatever it was. Would not really? surprise oh, Maybe. And then rounding out our dais, seen him before. Probably it was right around Halloween time, if I'm not mistaken, because my man takes Halloween seriously. It's Brandon Judge. His channel is Punk Rock Show Off. Brandon, how are you? I'm doing great. So uh, just like you, Chance, I'm by as well. Uh, I've got a Costco <laughs> membership and a Sam's Club membership. God. Um, Brandon, I, I, the triple threat. <laughs> can can I show something for our, our um oh no I lost it, don't worry. Sorry. Uh well Jose pull it, cue it up and when the time is right, if it's a if it's a manufacturer of gluten free buns, I know we've got the gluten free market waiting. So have have it on the room when we break, we'll uh, we'll throw that up. All right, I'll, all I'll right, let's get let's get to that let's get to the heavy lifting. We've got a couple topics we want to talk about. If you're unfamiliar, uh we like the first hour we just have a couple of focus topics kind of talk through and then uh, after that we do continue the show we do continue talking about uh, called freestyle portion so even though we'll kind of say we're wrapping it up because we do that for the podcast don't leave it'll be really sad to see those numbers go down it's all sad as not seeing those likes so i'm gonna be i'm gonna, be, I'm gonna get it out the way like it don't like it just hit hit that thumbs hit that up or down that's all thing that's for it. anyway let's talk about Topic numero uno. So this was inspired because, well, a couple of things. One, I watched the Little Richard documentary the other day. I think we talked about that on the last show briefly. But also that We Are the World documentary is making some noise. I guess it came out on Netflix. I haven't seen it yet. Familiar with the project, but haven't seen it yet. I have, so that kind of leads into – you guys have? Okay, cool. We'll talk yep. about it in a second. So that leads into kind of this topic, which is music documentary, biopics. Any recommendations? And or do the good ones inspire vinyl purchases after? So, Arnaldo, you've seen the We Are the World. Let's kick it off there. Is that something you'd recommend or where do you land on that? Oh, yeah, totally. Totally. It was very enjoyable. Um, very insightful, too. It was pretty cool to see the behind the scenes. And I was just shocked that they were still doing that at 6.30, 7 o'clock in the morning. 
like really they were there all night like all the artists was, was I cocaine think, involved cocaine was in the 80s right? i don't know i, I think at some point, at one point they had an order of food coming in and i saw people scarfing down burgers so oh was it chicken and waffles yeah. oh they got roscoe's 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 I, I thought it was very cool because uh, I didn't know a lot about like uh, I saw uh, Smokey Robinson's of Gasm's fame was there, so that was pretty okay. cool. That, so that was actually, can we do a little spoiler? Smokey Robinson. Well, I think everybody knows what the project is, and and that it, there is an album that came out. Just because we're talking, we're going on forty years, right? It's forty, yeah. 40 years. Next, next so, year, so, forty years. All right, spoiler away, Arnaldo. Memorable how Smokey Robinson is almost going to talk down to Michael Jackson, who wrote the song. Oh, I got to see that. It's kind of justified. Well, I'm kind of like, I've known Michael Jackson since he was a little kid, kind of like almost justifying, listen, Michael, that's not a really good idea. (laughs) But that was pretty memorable in the documentary. Did they show the face of Michael Jackson when Huey Lewis was like singing? Did they show <laughs> that? He gives that look like couldn't believe like he was singing like that's that. a great that's a great clip that's and, floating and, around and, the internet. And and uh, Huey Lewis actually had to step in because that line was supposed to be Prince. It was the line right after Michael yeah, Jackson, couldn't. and it was supposed to be Prince. He was a no show, no show all the way. They tried to get him on the phone. They even invited Sheila E to come hoping that she would bring him. And in the end, they asked Huey Lewis, listen, do you want to deliver this line? And he's like, oh my God, are you kidding me? (laughs) You mean national treasure, Huey Lewis. I I want to be clear because we need to put respect on his name because clearly I just want to say that 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 documentary was interesting, but the best for me was the fact that a like random part in the night, uh, what was it? Uh, Stevie Wonder was trying yeah. to get like a uh, uh, a verse in Swahili, and he was like all for it. Like we have to put a, a, a like a, some words in Swahili, and he was like like telling people what to say and all that. Till like after like five minutes, some guy just says like Stevie, no one speaks Swahili like over there. And he was no, like, he was like we're, we're, white people are have to buy this record. <laughs> we can't, oh, we can't wow, sing. We can't wow. sing in Swahili. We, oh, and Waylon Jennings, that was going to record the record, he was like, I can't, what? Like, no country boy has ever sang in Swahili. So he. Yeah, we've got break, breaking news. Breaking news. Record Hound says, by the way, I'll have a copy of the LP for sale. So we already got some entrepreneurship going on, literally live, <laughs> breaking. So. If, if this conversation is wetting your appetite for this project and you don't already have this monumental album, Darren in Canada, Record Hound has got you. I'm sure Novice Nick's going to throw up that $3 any minute now. Can't wait. All right. So, Arnaldo, what, any other kind of documentaries that have kind of grabbed you of late that you would recommend? And or second uh, part of that question, have you ever watched one of these and then went to go get an album right after Mm, I don't think so. No, not that I can recall. Okay. Yeah. So and, no conversion. Music docs that I've seen recently, I think. Or even like, a, like the Queen one or, you know, they did the Elton John one. So it kind of seems there's two oh, really well, lanes. There's the biopics and then there's these documentaries. Well, the, bi- well, the Elton John is, is not 
I wouldn't call it a biopic. It was, but it was so out of the box that I think it was, it was very different from like the, the, the narrative, like the narration style of the Elton John biopic was Mm -hmm. totally different. It was like more of a musical almost at, at times. Um, but yeah, going back to your topic, I'm pretty sure that it always, you know, um, increases the sales of, or the interest at least in the artists, um, the, that the documentary is about, but I don't know at this point, we are the world. I don't even think that song's even in print anymore. Like the, the album's probably out of print. You could find it in. A I've got a day. couple copies for sale. What's it's, up? Oh, come on. There's like, I don't know how many I flipped through in the $2 bin. I was going to say, that's a dollar bin staple, but now here it comes. It's going to go jumping up to 10 bucks a pop. You watch. You think? Brandon knows. All right, let's look Easy. up this dog. Easy. Those damn Swifties. <laughs> Those Swifties, they need this jumping kind of bandwagon. Jumping on the So Jason, Jason, same question. What uh, Any good Ricos lately and or have you ever watched one of these and then like been inspired to chase something down? All right, go big. Sure. Here we go. So this is let's the- go. What do you got? Sparks record number one in heaven. Now that documentary, it's pretty crazy. But when they put that song on, I was like, what? What is this song? What the hell? Like, it just totally ate up to me when I was watching the theater. I had to like whip up my phone, get a copy of this like immediately, you know? Oh, it's so good. And it's, it's so, this, so amazing. So it was, this song. You, didn't even, you didn't even get to the parking lot before you ordered this is what you're saying. Correct. I was in the theater made sure no one was like looking at me. So I didn't get kicked out. Like, uh, how much is this going for? And then I think, I think at that time before that documentary, Sparks documentary was like everywhere. Like, I think it was going for well, like 20 or 40. Now I think this is going for, I don't know, above 50. It sucks. You know? Oh, wow. Wow. But this is a great, like the song is produced by Giorgio Moroder, you know, of Donna Summer fame so scarface the scarface guy i would recommend this i mean maybe stream it first don't 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 be paying a hundred dollars for this okay <laughs> I, I like that advice jason how do you respond to this uh we apparently got a big celebrity taylor's ghost has joined us says hey not cool don't talk about me like i'm not here me love buddies how do, how do you respond to this jason this is this is high this is a high accusation here wow maybe in april Taylor's ghost, you can be the number one VC troll. <laughs> when the new rankings come out in the fall, we are spring. Yeah. We can. I don't know if I'll be. Uh, maybe I move up the ladder. I think I was a zero this time, so I. Uh, I, I've, I can only go up, right? I can't go down. There's not negative rolling because I don't know. All right, Jose, I know you've been waiting. Look at that avatar. She's like. It, it is. It is a quality avatar. So whoever you are, Taylor's ghost. J- Jason Kel- Kelsey's uh, old lady, whatever your real handle name is. Appreciate that game. Jose, I know you're dying for this. It's already on the shelf. Wait, wait. Tell us. Tell us. Documentary Daddy. Come on. Because this is like two of your favorite things, music and movies. Come on. It is. I actually saw it. Jose actually pulled out a cool record. Is he going to show it? Come on now. What? Which one? I gave you that uh, record, oh. too. Well, yeah. I, the ori- I don't know where I put the original. I think it's here. Wait, because I moved it the other day. I'll, I'll look for it. But yes, I, uh, my recommendation, imagine this is what Jason gave me. My recommendation would be uh, the Karen Dalton um, documentary. 
Okay. It's very, if you don't know Karen Dalton, she was a folk artist. And her first record is really folky. The second one, she tried to do like what most folk artists were trying to do, which is like break into a little more poppy sounding, but it's still pretty amazing. But this is a tragic life. And she had an incredible voice, an incredible talent, but she was too much into alcohol and living a life of just, you know, basically killing yourself slowly. But this is a, such a beautiful documentary. It was playing on the Criterion channel, but uh, maybe on movie. Uh, yeah, because I show I show the the Dune one, but this is well, this is this is about a movie, not not. Well, they wouldn't take it down a notch. You just made everyone sad. So come on, pick us back. No, up no, no. But, so, but but uh, that's one pick that I would have. But if I can give a good one that anybody can watch that has Netflix, uh, that uh, my 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 guy uh, Cesar was talking about. Wait, but where is it? Where is my copy of? Jose's off his game. He before we got know, started with pre Jose Jose couldn't track another record. I think I think uh, the world's on its a- axis or something. Yeah, I don't know what's happening, right? Yeah, your your whack a mole skills are getting worse. You well, know, I, I, was on one, but, um, I was always is, convinced there was someone off camera handing him records. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is people pies. That well, that's people pies. But I want okay. to someone else go while I'll look for that because it's important. All right. right? Jose, we need you to get a V8. We need you to get back on your game, bud. What's going on here? Yeah, I know. Let me All go. All right, Brandon, 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 bring, Brandon, Brandon, bring us home. Jose, Jose's falling apart. We need somebody to, to pull the plane up. What do you got for us? Well, I took some notes. So there were some good biopics uh, a long, long time ago. Uh, Walk the Line was fun. And then Ray, Ray what Charles. But all I learned from that was that your brother needs to die. And then... <laughs> Uh, I actually cried at one biopic, uh, Control, the Ian Curtis Joy Division movie. Oh, that, that was, was great. That was a really good that, one. That was, I think, just a fantastic movie. Like, Yeah, that's a good movie. You've, that's even just a great movie. Yeah. That's yeah. a sad of the Karen Dalton one that I was talking about. It's very sad. <laughs> uh, it's very nice, yeah. There was one that Andy Serkis starred in. He played Ian Dury called Sex and Drugs and Rock and Roll. That one was good because I didn't. Uh, I knew who Ian Dury was, but I, I watched that movie and there was a bunch of music in it. I looked it up. Now I love Ian Dury, so that's great. And then if you get into documentaries, um, there's some that exist where you wouldn't know that the band even existed without the documentary. So, like a band called Death is a really good example of that. Sure. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Um, where they were extremely Portal, obscure. Portal punk. Yeah. I saw them. They play here in Monterey. Maybe seven yeah. years ago? Yeah, I mean, great stuff like that. I mean, that wouldn't have happened if that documentary didn't come out. Uh, but then, so music biopics for me, I don't watch them anymore. I didn't see that Elton John thing. I didn't see that Queen thing because it just got so distilled. Because there's always this dumb scene, and here's how it plays out. Like, let's say there was a biopic about Kiss. There would be a scene where Gene Simmons is walking around, and somebody in the crowd goes, Hey, man. You should rock and roll all night. And then he's got at the store buying liquor. And somebody's like, yeah, man, party every day. Like and he's, he's in Dewey Cox. his bass. And he's like, <laughs> oh, no, rock and roll Cox? all night and party every day. And then he puts, plays a riff. They're like, oh, that's how he wrote the song. Now, I know that happens sometimes. I've seen there was that documentary. There was a, that Beatles documentary on Netflix where you see Paul McCartney write Get Back just out of whole cloth, just 
it comes to him and he does it. I know that stuff happens and that's how some songs get written, but they always put that stupid scene in there and I hate it every time. Nobody nobody here saw Dewey Cox walk hard. Okay, that one's yeah, amazing. Yeah. That record is super expensive too now. That, uh, Arnold, you have to watch that. It's like the most beautiful. Arnold, uh, you've never seen Dewey Cox? Wow. <sighs> It's it's, P, it's it's Pete so John funny. C. Riley. John C. Riley. I love John, John C. Riley, but I and the best that. Elvis impersonation by far from uh, <laughs> Jack White. <laughs> hey, listen, man, the car out It's really funny. But I know Brandon's I, right. I mean, the album is wicked expensive. <clears throat> anybody? Yeah, it is. Hey, anybody seen this? Right. Yeah, the I'm yeah the Bob Dylan one. Yeah, there's yeah, like seven Bob, Bob Dylan's. Yeah, well, this is the record that I was. So there's a TV show right now in uh, Netflix that I would recommend. It's in Spanish. Yes, it's in Spanish. My people that don't like um, subtitles, but it, it is a pretty interesting view into like one of the most famous artists in Argentina, which is it's about the creation of this record. Even if you, it's funny you said that because I've already got Caesars. Thing queued up here. See, I got your back. He says Netflix's love after music about the life of Vito Paez was Bye. is a great miniseries. Argentinian rock pop artist. Cleric Met. Jose would agree if you've seen it. And Jose, yes. Yes. So this is a beautiful record. I think it's if not the most uh like uh sold record in Latin America, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Like but this is a incredible record. It it is pop. It, it it's I wouldn't say it's rock, but there's very beautiful poetry and all that, but it's a very tragic life. It's a bunch of really, uh, you know, just hard to watch stuff. But it, it's how music gets made. It's it's how you know a whole scene started. It was just like this guy that was really into these other bands, and he got to be with those bands. So it's pretty inspiring. Like beginning at here and getting to work with everybody you actually admire. So I don't know. It, it is a it, it has subtitles. It's probably dubbed at this point, but which d- dubbing normally sucks. But I would suggest it's on Netflix. You don't have to like use a VPN for it. It's like it's there. So I would say well, like what you did. You started out and got us all sad, got us ready to quit the stream, and then you really lifted us up. You took us to the mountaintop. So I like what you did. I mean, it was a great. You guys are great to return to form. I appreciate it. But 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 heroin is bad. So. Yeah. No, that's you now you just brought us back down again. You just took us to black dark. <laughs> can, can I just give give like a wish list of an artist that I think I know there have been a few documentaries out, but this artist deserves a biopic. His story needs to be told. Uh, and that's Nick Drake. Another sad story. But I think that would make for a great movie. There's no movie about him yet. I no, not, a, not a movie. Movie. I think there's. No, but a, who would make it? There like, have who? been a, p- a few docs. Like you know yeah. what? The guy that just did Elvis on the Priscilla yeah. movie could make uh, Nick Drake. Wouldn't you agree? Uh, visually, yeah, he does look like him. Yeah, I don't. I don't think he like you know. But he was very tall, right? Yeah, uh, and Nick Drake. He, he, he could probably tall. sing too. What's his name? I forgot his name. Uh, uh, the guy from uh, Saltburn. Something Butler. Um, no, 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 oh, no, Austin Butler. No, 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 no. Elvis guy. No, the yeah, guy from Priscilla. But the other Elvis. There's, there's another documentary that focuses on Priscilla. I think it was done by a lady. Sorry, bad. Oh, lady I didn't director. see that one. It's Sofia Coppola. The yes, there you go. Thank you, thank you, Jose. Yes. 
Uh, can, uh, so before- uh, wait, I just want to say that uh, I'm sad that uh, Mad Vinyl New York City didn't say hello to me. But you can continue. Oh, my gosh. It's Peter here. I, I don't want to start an international incident with Jose. I know you guys love her so much. Hey, before we move off this topic, Tom over – I think this is Tom at Hiram District has a good good question. We can close this uh, question out with. What do you guys think the big driver of interest in an artist, a documentary or a death? Before I get to feedback, my vote is death because I always talk about the death tax, especially when your artist dies. You go right to Discogs and, and it's like it's Fireworks City. You stay, if you don't have it, you better get it quick. What would you say, Brandon? I would say death. Death pulls headlines and you don't have to pay for it. Those documentaries are going to cost you in marketing. I like I like that. Into this work. Jason, death or documentary? I choose exile. Choose exile. I don't like this. <laughs> Fair enough, Arnaldo. Where do you land on this one? Death or documentary? I think a Volkswagen commercial. Is that Volkswagen? A okay. Is that a okay. uh, I don't know. Maybe someone got the uh, um, the reference to Nick Drake again. Wasn't I was a kid? I learned about the Buzzcocks from a Rav Four commercial. Really? When I was a kid, so wow, sure. I was Jose, Jose, I know, I know, you're working off camera. Jose, yeah, where do you land on this one? Today. Isn't it sad? Oh, like maybe, maybe Jose's I'm off his game. Jose, we got it. Jesus, where have you been, Jose? You are you lost digging a in a trash bag full of records? What are you doing? <laughs> I, I, I was trying to find a, a Lou Reed record, but I couldn't. I like turtle. I like turtle. Wow, what is that? It, it, it's in the Lou Reed section. You're looking at the wrong section. Man, that's horrible. No, I was going to say that... The segment's going out with a bang, I'm telling you. It was a, I had an eco poster here that I wanted to show. I, I think that, that if, if you weren't alive when that person passed away, I think a documentary can do it good. But there's an eco documentary that came not that long ago. It's really low budget. It's like a, just like a TV movie. But it was really good. It's about her like later life. Everybody's trying to compare um, her to like her uh, Velvet Underground days, and sure. it's it's so it's very nice because you get to see like at least my favorite part of Nico, which was around the desert shore and the Marble Index, which just got announced to be reissued. Even if uh, Jason doesn't like, oh here so, it is. So, so Jefferson has a thing. Arnaldo, the John. Martin Doc had a brief section on Nick Drake. They were close friends. Did you do that one? Uh, I didn't no. see the John Martin one. But oh, I know uh, that they were um, they were friends because I believe they were they were on the same label briefly. Uh, John uh, Cale actually plays uh, viola in two songs from the first uh, uh, Nick Drake. Now, that's the Jose I know right there, right on time. All right, let's go to the next topic, guys, because I know Jose brought this one up last time when he was kind of going to join us, and then he joined us from like a Subaru. Outside of like a burger joint. What? So, it, was, um, it was an Audi car. Please, please. Sorry, sorry. I, I want to make sure I get the the, the corporate uh, car name right on that one. So sure, next topic. Sure. We'll start with you on this one, Jose, since you, you introduced us last time. So Record Store Day list has probably come out. I think somebody told me maybe by the 15th. It's kind of what I'm hearing. I don't know if you guys heard anything other than yeah, that. So it's, it's eminent, right? 15th. Um, so mark it down. But it goes without saying, wish list. Are there any things that you guys, I mean, perfect world, let's say that they call you up and say, what do you want us to make? We've got the capacity, we've got the power, and we've got the license. There's nothing stopping you. 
Arnaldo, we'll start with you on this one. What uh, your RSA wish list? What would that look like? What a couple titles? Well, can I say that over the last couple of years, I've been wishing that there weren't so many good things on the RSD list <laughs> that they're <laughs> wishing for things not to come out. Um, Interesting take. Okay. So you don't have to buy them. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So I'm not tempted to buy I'm, them. I'm like that. I'm like that. If it's so, and as a matter of fact, actually the, the past black Friday, um, I was really happy that I didn't have to wake up early because so. I, I was out of town. <laughs> there was really right. nothing interesting. I actually ended up buying a record store day, Black Friday record store day release um, in Italy during Christmas. And it's the uh, the Prince 12 inch. That was the only okay. thing I really wanted. And it seemed and like when I, when I went like a few days later, everyone had sold out already, but I found it at a store in Italy. But um I don't know. I really haven't put too much thought into what I'd like to see on Record Store Day because for one reason or another, they always manage to mess it up, right? <laughs> In some way where uh, they don't make enough copies and you get all the stress and anxiety of missing out, right? And then it's it doesn't live up to what you thought it was going to be once you bring it home and you crack it open. It's like... Noisy, warped, 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 warped cracked vinyl that you can't return or whatever, yes. you know? Stuck. So, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I really, why do you have to start with me? I, well, I, don't, yeah, I don't have you're anything. On next, you're on next. Hang on. I'm going to move you off of the, that pole position. You're our returning champion. So we're going to, our new guest, we're going to bring Brandon Judd in here to save this segment. Brandon, tell us, I mean, surely you've been doing a serious cheap plug on his channel. If you don't subscribe, you totally should. Talks about punk rock, and he's been doing like a retrospective of albums from 30 years ago, 40 years ago, etc. So cheap plug there. I'm assuming maybe Thank there you. could be a record for a title out of that. Tell me. Yeah. Well, I hope to see you in line again this year. That's who I hope Whoa. to see. Oh, oh that, that was fate. But, That's what we call density. I mean, yeah. destiny. <laughs> Absolutely. But uh, so there's a couple of things happening. Uh, so this year, big year for Green Day, obviously, uh, 30th anniversary of Dookie. Now we got that set last year that came out early, had to make room for marketing for the new album, but it's also the 20th anniversary of American Idiot. So I assume we're going to see a box set for that. Maybe some RSD related stuff for that and Dookie. We'll see nothing confirmed yet. Rumors are flying. There's a bunch of stuff that could be out there. Now, as far as wish list that I definitely want to see is Rhino has been sitting on, they were doing a series of Ramones 40th anniversary reissues, remastered stuff, big sets with like B-sides, demos, etc. It's in the can. They're sitting on a, on a Rick Rubin uh, mix of the Ramones end of the century that has all the Phil Spector, wall of sound, big band stuff removed. Uh, it's, it's end of the century without horns, just the Ramones parts. They've been sitting on that for almost four years now. It's confirmed. They announced a release date for it in 2020, got delayed. I would love to see that come out. They've had something out annually for RSD every year for like the past 10 years, but that hasn't come out yet. That's what I want to see. That Ramones record. I was going to be biased. Uh, and there's probably going to be a million variants of Alice in Chains' Jar of Flies. That's what I assumed. <laughs> of, of course. Did you see, I mean, the one that is getting the hype is the one with literally flies in it. 
and it's going. Yeah. I saw it earlier today, three thousand dollars. These aren't even in hand yet, and 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 the Flipper Nation is united in gouging speculation. They don't even have it yet, and they're already trying to flip it for like three grand. I know they only oh, made yeah. fifty. Holy oh, and another money. one. Something that I kind of expect to see is probably Danzig one, two, and three. It's, yes, longer, dude. There's so many boots, but officials would be nice. Yeah, yeah. I, do you do you have the soundtrack for Verotica? No, I didn't um, buy. I never bought that. Have you seen his movies? Did you see the yeah, movie? Yeah, yeah I've, seen, I've seen those. I've seen all of them. I got to see the Western in the theater. Oh, it was that, me and my girlfriend and some old dude. And I'm like, why is that guy here? What, what happened to that movie? This like. Somebody's got to like, hold the camera, Brandon. That's there's no music in that movie. I don't understand what's happening. There's a point where Danzig's character says, cover me, and then he leaves, and you don't see him for the rest of the movie, and my friend was like, oh, yeah, he had to go direct the rest of the movie. Guys, <laughs> it's, it's, it's seriously one of the best movies to watch. If you have not seen Danzig's I'm movies, asking. please go see them. He was obviously yes. surrounded by a bunch of people saying, yes, you're paying for all of this. Yes, you should. That's a great idea, Danzig. Do that. And, and he didn't pay. The story as old as time. He's men and women surrounded by you know the financier. Yep. Yes. All yep. right, Jason. Jason, what do you got for this topic? I'm surely you've got something obscure, rare, interesting, so before, or. So before we go obscure, you know, wish list for record store day. I'd say bring on some more Taylor Swift and some more Olivia Rodrigo records so I can see a bunch of old dudes buying these records up so they can flip them. Okay? I can watch them be like, ah. Hang on, hang on. I got to make you pay because this, this, is, this, is a, this is a real hot take we got going on. Keep, keep going. This is Jerry Springer level. Come on now. Bring so, I mean, like to see some, you know, smelly old dudes, you know, holding that copy of Olivia Rodrigo record. You know, they can buy two, right? So... Good for them. But, <laughs> well, I'll be serious now. So I would love to see more of these kinds of things, like the Screaming Trees. This thing, I believe it's sold out. And this okay. is fantastic. Yeah. It sounds very bootleg-ish, but this is this is great. Like I, Or even more Beefheart. I'm, I'm okay with this, you know? Yeah, the, all the Beefhearts have done very nice. These are great. I enjoy it, you know? So... Keep bringing them, you know. I, I, I buy these too. That's I it. like it. So, so you, you started off with the hot take, you got us worked up, and then you hit us with the truth. I like it. I like, I like that presentation. We're getting it, Jose. You're falling. You're, you're falling over in your chair. You're not finding the records on call. Have you, <laughs> have you stretched? Have you done your calisthenics? Are you ready? Records for today. This was your topic. You brought this topic up last week when we were our last show. What, uh, what do you got? Well, you know, uh, I want, first of all, I want that uh, Scarlett Johansson, a.k.a. my Jewish brother and sister, to, to uh, be released. It was released. They promised me, they promised me that Scarlett Johansson record store day uh, reissue of her first debut record, and it didn't come out. There was no demand by it. It was probably only me that was going to buy it, but, you know. Uh, oh, so hang, hang on, Jose. Before we get to that, we we've got some more celebrities in the in the crowd. We've got crisscross official hashtag vote Trudeau. No love for us. Come on, Chance. We are re-releasing our back catalog with a UE bastard by novice Nick. Yo, wow. I'm all for a crisscross back catalog reissuing. I'm just going to go on record as saying that. Please continue, I, Jose. 
Well, uh, and then I would say that I would like to get this record that everybody hates on like a. What is it? This is the last Velvet Underground record called Squeeze, one that you've never heard because nobody listens to it. Probably only Jason uh, knows it, but uh, this is a a great record. I like it. It's only Doug Yule and a bunch of people that are not the original Velvet <clears throat> Underground uh, members, but I really like it. I think it's fantastic record for what it is. It could have just been named Dog Yule and it would be fine, but I, I like it. Like, but it's a bastard record that everybody tries to think that it doesn't exist or talk like it doesn't exist. And that's one of the reasons I hated the documentary because I wanted to know mo more about Dog Yule. He refused to be in the documentary, but I still love Dog Yule. I think Dog Yule era is my favorite Velvet Underground era. And uh, I just wish this record be released properly. And I would like to say, just as a little sprinkle of, 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 of what goes back in my mind, is just that uh, like, a, like a year and a half ago, it's a terrible half. <laughs> All right. But uh, like half a year ago, I contacted one of my favorite uh, reissue companies that's called uh, Waxworth Records. Yes. There we go. I've heard of it. Oh, Waxworth Records. And. Yep. Uh, for my label and I and I told them, hey, you know what? Uh, we want to reissue uh, one of my favorite soundtracks of all time, which is The Exorcist 3. It's never been released on any format. And that's what I literally wrote. And I said, uh, I've talked with the composer who did the Warrior soundtrack. And oh. uh, he might be interested in doing it, but I need like, you know, backing and somebody else that knows enough didn't get a single response. And then like a week ago, it was announced the wax work is going to release it. So uh, I just felt like... So, so uh, do you feel that they, they were inspired by your, your call for action? Yes, but yes, but they didn't reply to me, so they just stole, straight up stole Oh, shit. We've got some controversy, Jose. I'm so glad that you brought up controversy. Maybe, yes, but may, maybe I'm just imagining it, but, but they actually... If you see the post where they announced it, they literally said it's never been released on any format. And the piece of shit that put it up on Discord is this piece of shit. So, because I put it up because I had a bootleg CD and I put it up. So, if you see the boot, like the Discogs entry, it's my bootleg. Um, copy. Ah. I, I, so, I wish that had been released, but now it's getting released. So, I'm just, you know. Butthorn. Jose, Jose, we've got Michelle Tanner on line one. Hang on a second. No way, Jose. All right, there we go. <laughs> that was it. Yeah. All right, all right. So, Arnaldo, we've come back to you. We've, we've gone the gamut. Are we ready to move on from this topic, or is there any RSD things that yeah, you'd like to I have think on the menu? I, would, I think I would like to see more Steely Dan reissues. <laughs> The FM soundtrack. Or maybe we could do some Kiss picture discs. Because <laughs> you know that's what's going to happen. So, yeah, they never did the Pharaoh, right? The Vinnie Vincent one. Just do that. Um, no, seriously. I would like uh, to see an all analog. Uh, and I've said this before on the stream. Maggot Brain, Funkadelic, that needs to have a proper reissue. Um, and I've said it before. Grace. Jeff Buckley needs a proper reissue. Um, but isn't that like always been available to purchase? But 
it, it's not a good sounding repress. Jason has a good one and it goes for like $400. So yeah. Which one is it? I have, I had like two copies of them. He hold that thought. Cause that's a great segue. Did you get it, you get it for like $5 at your buddy that you just went to. <laughs> no, I, I bought it. Like, right you got it. No, I, I actually can show you like, it has the price tag. I think I pay like $10 for it. <laughs> Great segue. Uh, before we move on from this topic, a couple couple other requests. So Leland, Leland's on fire. Leland's got a big list. He says, has anyone heard that the Alice in Chains hip-hop is coming out on music on vinyl? I have not heard that. I would not be surprised because literally they're going through the entire back catalog at this point. So now this one, Jason, can you confirm this one? Psychedelic horseshit on RSD. Yes, please. <laughs> We're not going to make it. We're not going to. Not going to make it. Oh, you missed the deadlines. Okay. Okay. And then this one, this one actually is probably, probably a big one. I think we talked about maybe this in the reissue game last show, but Tool Enema would be bigger than. Oh, what up? Leland's I don't know about that. Comment. I don't know about what that. What up, Leland's comment? I didn't know that. Well, Leland's, Leland's got like sixty comments here, so like <laughs> the one about Megatrain. Oh, hang on, hang on. I'll find it. Beep, boop, boop. There we go. Uh, Arnaldo, ORG is doing the entire funk and include Maggot Brain. And then he says, he says, triple A cut by Kevin Gray with some bass uh -oh. boosted. <laughs> Jason, how do you feel about that? You're, you're the biggest Kevin Gray fan I know. Uh, how do you feel about that? I feel sad. I mean, when I found out uh, this is coming out on, uh, well, Jose disappeared. Jeez, what? Jose, I mean, listen, they call it nature's calling. He's probably had, you know, bathroom break, but, you know, we'll so get back. Light to in the Attic said they were going to come out with the Karen Dalton record, mastered by my favorite mastering engineer, Kevin Gray. You know, yes. Kevin Bassman Gray. He turns up the voice <laughs> on everything. And uh, I order it because I'm, I love Karen Dalton. And then I get this email the next day, like, your record is shipped. I'm like, what? This thing's supposed to come out in late February. And I get it. There it is, mastered by Kevin Gray. Karen Dalton, it's so hard to tell who's going to love you the best. Oh, my God. We've already seen this record already. What is happening? This is, this is tw twinsies. Right. But, I mean, this is supposed to come out later. And let me see if I can get it. No, I don't know if I can. Newly remastered by the original, from the original analog tapes by Kevin Baseman Gray. You know, he's already <laughs> ruined. Right, he's already ruined. You know, the television Marky Moon and a bunch of tone poets. You know, so. Oh, now, hey, Jason. Now, Jason, I know you're you know, hot take central. We've got you've got a friend and Tom at High Rand District says Kevin Gray should be allowed near Magic Brain after what he did I to agree, Marky but Moon. I mean, you can't fight. It's it's a brand name now. You know, it's Kevin Gray, the brand name that's selling. You know. So. Hey, listen, I, I do want to say something. I like Kevin Gray's work, but nobody's perfect. And I think what's what's interesting, Jason, like, like is embellishing just a touch on this, but it's okay to have contrarian opinions. I, I've, I've seen some, some, some sharks come out about talking negatively about Kevin Gray, like, you know, you're, you're, you're talking about somebody's mother. Like, Kevin Gray's a human. He does nice work. I like a lot of his stuff. It's okay if somebody doesn't exactly find something he makes, like, awesome and i know jason's adding a little sizzle to it but i mean for pete's sake it, the, well, the amount the amount of defenders coming from the bushes ever since the pitchfork mafia so i'm going on record as saying like it's okay to have a contrarian opinion once in a while hey, well, is, is this the is this the copy of grace yeah is that the one with the seven inch in it no there's no i, yeah, I have the copy with the seven inch 
Um, no, this is not with a seven inch. See, here's a perfect example. So right, JFK Myers likes Marky Moon. So see, there you go. It's okay if two people have two different takes. On I agree. That. I agree. I mean, let me answer this. You know, hey Jeff, how's it going? Um, I'm the guy who posted the sound clips on the Steve Hoffman forums, and I learned a very hard, important lesson don't, there. Don't. Okay. I think most audiophiles don't know how to listen to music. You know, and I, I was like having, should I go there, Chance? Do, do, you, do you want me to go? I mean, I mean, Jason, I, I've given you enough rope. You go for, these are shoelaces, what you do with them. <laughs> so if you go to the Hoffman forums and you look at that television, Marky Moon, I mean, I was sick of it after like 40 pages. I was like, hold up here. Let me record the, the audio samples and compare them. And... Uh, People couldn't hear what I was like hearing and people were telling me that the OG sounded distorted or telling me they didn't level match this. Like I'm a DJ. Of course you want to level match things. Like it's not my fault that Kevin Gray cut the record at a lower volume so he can keep the noise floor level down. That is the trick of modern mastering engineers today. Okay. I, I agree with that actually. Yep. And you know, Jason, did you post it? anonymously no 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 i posted it and like people were like listening to it and like telling me i didn't know how to like level match and somebody said like you know it sounds like uh the the remaster sounds like it's under a blanket and some guy like pulled the old man mazzy like you should just turn up your stereo and i was like wow turn up your stereo is that how you solve things like you just turn up like the stereo. And it reminded me of Back to the Future when Marty McFly, he plugs his guitar into that big speaker. And what does what happens? He gets blown away by it. He doesn't even hear one note. He's just blown away. And I was thinking, dang, all these old audiophile guys, they've lost their hearing. Like, I feel bad, you know? I, I think that... Uh, That's my hot take. There you go, Chase. I also I AB them at a friend's house Own here, it. and uh, and I do like the original better. I just, I it feels look, but but I'll say this about that ratio that it is true that the original one it's going for one hundred and fifty two hundred dollars. So even if it doesn't sound as good, in my opinion, I think it's the best thing you can get right well, now for the amount right. of money. We're we're, we're 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 falling into the same trick about the word better, right? It's what everyone likes. You may like music differently than someone else. So maybe there are people out there who like a lot of bass that will like it. And that mid-range of the guitar that can ring in your ears, maybe they don't like that and they prefer another one. So it's about what you like. I don't think anyone could be saying this is better than the other. Unless it's totally crap. <laughs> but that's my take. Sorry. And all that. Listen, listen. We are we are the the marketplace of ideas and, and takes. And so I know there's some contrarian. Listen to the two clips that Jason said. They sound different. They do. And I could tell the difference in my headphones. I didn't listen to them yet on my system, but they're different. I can't say which one is better, but. I do notice the difference. I do notice that one has more bass, has a fuller sound than the other one. Does the other one have lacking bass? No, I can't say that, right? Um, it's there. It's just not as prominent as on the reissue. 
I have the reissue. I enjoy it until I get an original that I can play in my house and compare them with my own ears on my system. I can't really say which one I prefer, you know, what the, the final choice is going to be. I may like them both, you know, cause you can, you can get into different listening moods. Your hearing changes throughout the day. Right now I still have one ear that's a little clogged because of my cold and it could change by the temperature in your, in your room. I understand your equipment can perform differently when it's too hot. And I don't know, you may be having a really bad day and not enjoy a specific record and you take it off. So, so. before we close this one, George Borden has arrived. I'll tell George Borden, my man, says it's actually better to let the amplifier do the work with amplitude. See, my man knows science. This is a straight science. <laughs> amplitude as opposed to creating it during the cut. The lower level in the record will allow for some better things to occur with frequency. Thank you. All right, next topic. This is a great segue. I know I said that earlier when Arnaldo was on the previous hot take, but this is really the great segue. We we got we got it going on right here. So Jason, you brought this one to the table. So we're gonna kick it off with you. And it's a good question. It really is a good question. Let me hide this mess before I'm bad at this. So the, the last topic as we round out this part of the show is to audiophile or not, the audiophile records matter. Jason, I think I know your answer, but go ahead. So this is my question for the panel and for people in the peanut gallery. I guess it kind of does matter. I mean, I just got fooled here for, you know, I think this was like 38 bucks or something or Damn. less than 40. 28. Yeah. 28. 28. Wow. That's awesome. You know, and I even got it early. So. <laughs> oh, man. Chance, that's not cool. Come on, man. I didn't do any of the drops last show, so I'm going to overdrop the show. I'm just going to I'm going to set the table. Sorry, guys. And it's mastered by the greatest mastering engineer ever, Kevin Baseman Gray. So you know, if you would have said Kevin Baseman, I would have been. Is that a light in the attic, Jason? Yeah. Okay. It's supposed to come out end of next month, and I don't know why I got it. Maybe yeah, you, I think you sent me the link for it, and like two days later or three days later, you had it. Something like that, wasn't it? I think so. You got it like super quick. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't know why. Maybe they're watching my videos and like hoping that I can make a video. Influencer, influencer alert, yeah. Jason Rojas. It's just it's like, <laughs> didn't you guys watch that pumping vinyl with me? And oh, let's. <laughs> Like you chose the wrong guy. Should have chose old man Mazzy or something, man. Oh my gosh! Here, here comes the hot take factory. All right, you know so. Mazzy has a promo white label copy of that record, Jason. Of what? Of, of any record you can name, but the the Karen Holden one. <laughs> Probably has like a Menti sealed VG plus 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 record copy. You know, you know. Now, hang on a second. I've seen this guy before. My life with Dave Grohl is just signed. My life with Dave Grohl at George Borden Fragrance. I've seen this guy before. <laughs> the answer to all your questions, XTC. <laughs> wait, wait. Can I do a parenthesis here before we, we segment to a better segment, I guess? Please, no, please. There was a, a very hot take the other day that uh, Mr. Borden said, and since you are also an XTC fan, I want to see if you were as enamored with the band as the foul sentences that George Borden said the other day. I don't know if you heard that. No, I didn't. He said, uh, uh, word by word, he used the English language like it was like a bastard. He was horrible. No, don't watch it. 
But what he said essentially was that XTC after the Beatles was is the greatest band of all time. And he said that they were better than the Smiths and the Cure. So I just yes. I just want your take on that because I know you also like XTC. I like XTC and a very good friend of mine thinks they are the best thing after the Beatles. Not the not George Gordon, another person. Another friend of mine. He adores XCC. He loves the Beatles. He also likes the Smiths, Secure, and all that. But he thinks the XCC were supposed to be the next Beatles in terms of songwriting, in, ser in terms of craft, not in terms of popularity. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, song, song, song craft. But what do you think? Is it. Hang on, the club is hijacked this topic. George Borden it needs to be defended. I'm going to defend Jordan on this one. Jordan's own words. I said that XTC is the only band that I would put in the league with the Beatles. That's what I said. Jose, you just got served. Very vague. Very vague. <laughs> Very vague statement. Very vague. I remember it being way spicier than the in, in, in his show. But all right. Um, all right. Well, well Jose, 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 since you're sitting on the, on the pop -a lot hot take factory, what do you think about Jason's uh, – his, his – Call to action to audio file or not? Do audio file records matter? Jose, it matter. Well, I personally think that uh, I love when a record shouldn't be. Yeah, that, that's that's what he said. Yeah, horrible English use of the English language. But I absolutely love when they've taken records that shouldn't be audio file. Like I, I think I mentioned in the uh, in the um, email that I sent. Oh, wait, I can't find stuff again? What is oh, Jose, I got a compliment. Your hair is looking great, by the way. The side profile, I mean, you're. Look, I mean, this is the sexiest right. you've ever been. This guy, I'm sorry people can't see this, but Jose has never looked better. Side profile. Are you, okay, Jose, are you going to the hospital after this? <laughs> <laughs> Might as well, right? <laughs> it, it, it's looking horrible, my guy. I don't know what's happening right now. Oh, here it is. Oh, my So, for example, I actually love this record. This is uh, the I've basement. I've seen team. this one, yes. yes this sir. is the Mobile Fidelity Sound Lab, original master recordings of the basement tapes. They sound really nice. I don't know why. I am a huge Bob Dylan fan. I might not listen to him as much as I used to do when I was younger, but he's, he's one of the artists that I sit around and I listen to his voice and his lyrics and his harmonica and his guitar and he's sometimes a really weird choice of instrumentation but i love it and this record i actually think it's pretty amazing and the fact that they did it <laughs> it's pretty amazing so i advertise for that what i really hate about the autofile thing is that there are certain records I, you don't even have to do anything So, George, not, not to cut you off, but this is actually an interesting idea. So, George says, basement demos done, audio file. What a stupid concept. Jose, what do you think? Could you, Jose, you, need, you need to, Jose, you need huh? to move that Mamas and Papas record oh. to the cube right above it so that people can see exactly what you found. Well, here it is. Look. Yeah, but now that you adjusted the camera. Otherwise, your <clears throat> the comments are covering it. Yes, I Like, we're, we're getting different. We're all topic. I think that George Borden has hasn't owned that record. It has never listened to it because I think that it's a really good record. My point being is that I would rather like I like when Mofi was doing like 
the Nirvana and doing like uh, Pixies, and they did Sonic Youth at one point, even uh, uh, Megadeth, which everybody says it sounds horrible. But it's, why it's a different mix, but yes, it's a different mix, like the uh, the Weezer Green album that has a hash pipe. Yes, like a different, yes, different mix. Well, I've got the blue one. Oh, Jose, that was your that was, that was your come to Jesus. If you would have pulled the blue album out right then on call, oh, I don't have them. I have one. I have one. I have one. That would have been incredible. No, no, no. Yeah. But, but I Incredibly, say, yeah. I'm just tired of the same four fucking records. I'm tired of Final Blue can go fuck itself. Love Jose, Supreme this was last show. Did you did I know, not you watch this on this one? <laughs> <laughs> Completely yes, covered this topic last show. I know, but, but but you asked me, so I'm saying it again at a better quality, yeah. maybe. Fair but enough, uh, I just I just hope <laughs> that they get more uh, crazy with the titles they're been doing. I I mean, uh, yeah, like Maggot Brain could be cool. Talking Heads, even in the same vein of like classic rock, they're gonna do. Sure. Even even like Simon Garfunkel, I think it's more interesting than than doing again Love Supreme because Vinyl Me Please is doing uh, like an eight record set of of Love Supreme, and I don't understand yeah. like that. Hold on, ever like the original mono stereo and then a live concert. But what else? What is it like? So I just wish that the decisions were that were made were a little. Now that MoFi, everybody knows this, like digital, and some gonna still be analog. Who knows? To embrace that and release like a great record that was digitally from the beginning. I would love that, you know, like a '90s record. Just embrace it and do like something nice. Like imagine like My Bloody Valentine, but they did like an all analog one. But stuff like that would it be like that level. I think it would be amazing, you know. Just, All right, Brandon. Jose has had the floor for fourteen minutes. Uh, Brandon, what do you think about this topic? Because I don't, I don't even know if you've ever even talked. Do you have audiophile records? That's the thing. So I do have some, but uh, legitimately, I only have them because they are just what was available in front of me for that record that I wanted at the time. Because I know I saw that uh, Weezer Blue MoFi record at one of the stores recently in St. Louis, and it was like a hundred dollars they wanted for it or something. I mean, I bought that at retail when it came out. You know. Right. So yep, legitimately for me, the way I listen to music, I'm never going to be sitting in this room with headphones on listening to music. I find that restrictive. It's just not how I consume it. Now, I have sought out certain pressings of records because they have certain mixes that I really like. But okay. I also have like newly remastered, reissued albums that I've had for like 25, 30 years that like I still listen to the originals because in in that new mix, I do consider it a better mix because I hear like notes that I couldn't hear before, whatever, stuff like that. But how I know the music is that original mix. So like, that's what I listen to. That's how it feels good for me. So if something comes out with like audiophile, whatever, it's not a selling point for me. It just All doesn't right. figure into my decision-making process when I'm getting a record. No, appreciate that. All right, Arnaldo, bring us home on this topic to audiophile or not. Do audiophile records matter? <laughs> well, if they were recorded, well, I guess we can't even say if they were audiophile or reference type recordings, if it matters or not. Because if you can improve upon even a record, like, for example, Elephant, 
um, the white stripes, white stripes, yep, the UHQR that was done. I think they improved upon. Well, <laughs> it's really not hard to improve upon a third man pressing. So, oh, oh, snap! Do. I need a drop oh, for that. Man. Hang on. <laughs> That's <laughs> a statement. I don't even. I, hang on. Exactly. There you go. <laughs> but they improved upon the sound of it, at least, right? Uh, in addition to the pressing. So um, I guess if you can improve upon it, but I totally agree. We talked about it last time. You know, these audiophile releases being reissued and reissued in different formats and double 45. And one no. time Chad does it, another time uh, the label does it. It just gets, you know. Um, Case in point, Love Supreme. Like Jose said, this vinyl me policing completely unnecessary like stop stop it's i mean the doorknob of those tapes (laughs) everyone's had a turn i mean for crying aloud enough we need to have an intervention for these companies to stop doing this but there are more records that artist did more records just just so the people are aware he he did more records not only love supreme so unconfirmed unconfirmed that's all innuendo and rumor they yeah, allegedly, 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 allegedly. All right. Well, I think we've run over time. Jose really was pontificating. So I want to thank our guest, Paul, first guest, Brandon Judd. I had to move you up in the pole position because Arnaldo is getting a little hot up there. I understand. So Brandon Judd, the channel is Punk Rock Show Off. Highly recommend you check it out. Brandon, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me, as usual. <laughs> Also, and go then, listen to Dookie today. Feel very old. It's thirty years old now. It is thirty years old today. That's right. It is. And then we, <laughs> I've never really got clarification. Is sadvinyl.com or a website, Jason Rojas? You can go there and find out. No, I, I don't want my computer to have a bunch of tape. I'm afraid that's what's laying waiting for me up there. So thanks for joining us, Jason. Thank you, Chance. Then we've got the man who's returned. Lost his golden Midas touch. I'm hoping this is just. Jose working out the cobwebs of his, his uh, whack-a-mole, but I think partly is the shine of the toy cover. The mamas and the papas behind him is really throwing him off his game. Jose Moreno-Ron, his record label is Aurora Central Records. Jose, thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me and uh, tolerating with me. <laughs> <laughs> totally messed with you. You know how I am. And then Arnaldo, the channel is Fidelios underscore Frequently. Always great to have you. Nice seeing you guys. Thanks for having me, Chance. And that was another trip around the turntable. Thanks for listening to Vinyl Community Podcasts.